oh shit is right. Oddity Files Podcast. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. And we're back for another Friday for all y'all that listen to Oddity Files, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. And I'm Nick Floyd. And you're listening to a creepy, cryptid, otherworldly, random nodding, aliens, all the stuff, all the things podcast with just enough snark and attitude so that you can sleep with the lights on every night. Off. Damn it. I mean. Lights off. Every night. Sometimes it's scary to sleep with the light on, lights on because you're waiting and you're like, wait a minute. These lights are still on. What's going to happen? Yeah. What's, are they going to flicker? Yeah. I don't know. Do I need the salt? Is it a demon? I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's the new cool. The new cool is to sleep with the lights on because the light's off. You know no. crazy stuff's going to happen. I am, I am such a princess. I have to have – I have blackout curtains in my room. <laughs> and – as you know, I travel a lot. Well, I used to travel a lot. And I've got, I learned this trick from the chicks from the My Favorite Murder podcast where you take the, the hangers with little clamps on it for the pants and you clamp your curtains shut with those. In the hotel. Mm-hmm. Genius, yep. That is, wow. Where was that when I needed it when it was safe to travel? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm just going to get right into it. I just had Nick watch the video on Instagram and fucking dead bodies found by randonauters. So I saw the headlines last week. Seven bags found with human remains in them in Seattle. And I'm like, oh, well, I just did a story on Seattle. Look at my timely mannerism, blah, 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 blah. But I'm... David, he's from the Not for the Dinner Table podcast. He's absolutely amazing. I love him. Listen to their podcast. He sent me this thing on Instagram where one of those suitcases were found by kids rando nodding. They found the suitcase, open it, and goes, oh, that smells terrible. I wonder if that's food. I don't know. So one of them luckily called the cops. They didn't touch it, you know, did the right thing. And they found out on the news later it was actually a dead body in this little bitty little suitcase. I, you know, and maybe this is just the freak in me, mm-hmm. but I want to see the video where they like opened, <laughs> like sevened themselves and like opened it to re- open the trash bag to like see it because I've seen a lot with everything going on in the world. I've seen a lot of things recently with people staging stuff. Um, influencers, TikTokers, like if it were me and I were bored, these fucking people. Yeah, it's these people who like who see a story on the news. Maybe that that night they're like they're get together with their friends and they're like, we should get a you know use our mom's suitcase, put a gray bag in it, and then just do it and say we found it rando nodding because it's trending. Oh my god, you're probably one million percent right. So it's like it 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 brings me back to the whole. This is why I hate people. Yeah. Yeah, I would like people, I think there are good people who really love paranormal and investigations and like really have these stories that they're like, this is a real thing that happened. I'm not making this up. And then you have people who make stuff up so they can have stories or like 
become an influencer, which is very frustrating. But uh, yeah, yeah, like I just, it's you know, like the clown. The, there was a clown thing a couple, if three, four years ago, where everyone was posting. There was like one town. It was one news story, and it was like this clown's walking around with a knife. And then everyone on YouTube was like, this is me getting oh, chased yeah, by yeah, a clown. Yeah. This is this. This is this. And it was like clown sightings all over the U.S. Like these people are making it up because they want to be well, YouTube. Well, I know a guy who runs a haunted attraction. Not like a, a, a haunted place where you investigate, but the fun haunted attraction thing. It was right around Halloween. And I think it was a haunted attraction that started that to get right. the I, and then every other haunted attraction freaking did it. it. So, yeah, it was smart. Yeah, but not a knife. Do we have to do a knife? Does it have to be, you know, like serial killer shit? But Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not doing anything wrong. I, like, if you have a weapon, you're breaking the law. If you're just three girls on TikTok who, who say this suitcase <laughs> and this trash bag have human remains in it and it doesn't, you're not really doing anything wrong. You're just... You're fictionalizing something. It's like saying movies yes. are legal. You don't kill anybody for real on screen. You just watch somebody do it. And I did look it up on, well, apparently Google sends me to the Bing. I mean, not Google. Chrome sends me to the Bing and not the Google. So the Bing told me um, about a couple news articles, but no news source I've ever heard of before in my life. So, yeah. It's weird. And those girls would make, I mean, come on. It's a, it is, news is a thing. And, like, what better headline yeah. than three girls using app on TikTok find human remains and help solve yeah. crime of missing person. That's a long headline, but it's a damn good one. It is. <laughs> and you girls, if you're listening right now, I'm putting on my mommy voice. Tell the truth. Don't make up lies just for views and little hearts because that's bullshit. I was really excited and I thought this could really be a thing, but Nick reeled me in. And yes, these girls are, their mother didn't teach them manners, apparently. <laughs> no manners, no respect. It's just, you're just shitting on a culture of people who, who care about this stuff and who care about. Well, I especially crew, but the true crime had me. That's my jam. But, yeah. Oh, these little twats. Yes, I said it. <laughs> it's the name of this episode. Not really, because then people get shitty. Um, so we will not give them any more of our fucking time because they're little twats. Okay. Get them. Nick, get did em. you see? Get them. Did you see Ursula's picture she put of us in the uh, Oddity Files fan group on the Facebook? Yes, she is my favorite. Uh, just yeah. every all the Bigfoot content, and then this is like, oh yeah, very good. You know, I I adore Ursula. I really do. At one point, she got on the Travel Channel's Facebook page and was pulling on Oddity Files to get on the Travel Channel. We had so many people responding to it, and this, that, and the other. They never got back to us. But Ursula, I fucking appreciate you. It goes a long way in our hearts. Yes. And the rest of you, too. But right now, Ursula is our favorite. So there. <laughs> I mean, she did Photoshop a super sick picture, so I'm pretty pleased with it. She did. She totally did. I need to brag about my friend Shelly for like two seconds. So she owns this company called Conquest Journal. Ooh. And Nick, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a huge Sabrina fan. 
and she makes so i have the whole harry potter series of these as well but the sabrina one just came out look it's a little mortuary notepad with the sabrina stuff at the bottom oh wow Mm-hmm. and then we've got like a day calendar thing she Ooh. has so if you guys listening go to conquestjournal.com you can look at all the really cool Sabrina stuff she has some really neat like if people are into journaling and like I guess it's like scrapbooking um, she's got neat stuff like that too that's just not my jam is it all like creepy Notebooks, it's, like creepy stuff or does she got like some never ending story stuff because I fuck with some never ending story you know what I'm saying she's got a deal with the WB so she got Sabrina she got Supernatural she got Harry Potter yeah never ending story is the WB goods. there's a it's, it, this is it this is it this is the connection. Oh, I need to talk to her about that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That needs to happen, Shelly, if you're listening. If not, I'll text you later. <laughs> I'll be waiting. But I just wanted to brag around my my really cool friend. Shelly and I are on the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast from time to time with our friend KJ. So that's a shout out to KJ and all the nerdy girls. So, Nick, I watched Love and Saucers. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was really good. I saw Ursula, speaking of our favorite listener today. Um, she said she was going to watch it with her wife. But I, I gave it a shot, and I watched it this morning. I, I've actually had this recently subscribed to Apple TV, and there's this series I was watching. But I'm like, shit, i got to watch this first, because the other series goes with Miss Murder. This one goes with this one. So it was absolutely, your story was on point, one million percent. But I found out if he was married, and he was. And she left him when he told her about Crescent. Yeah. That's a, that's a yep. deep layer. Uh, I was ashamed yeah. of myself because I, I watched it when it came out years ago. So I was disappointed in myself for not having that piece of information. But it yeah. encouraged you and other listeners to actually watch the documentary, yes. which yay for watching and supporting small movies. Yay. Yes, absolutely. It was shot really well. Um, and I really liked David. He was great. David and his ex-wife had a son who lives in one of those Thailand. That's what it is. I was like, one of those little tiny Asian islands or something. Yeah. (laughs) Geography's hard. And, but now David and his ex-wife are still living together in New Jersey. So that's weird. It's but good for them. It's wild. I love I love how short it is too. Because sometimes documentaries they really stretch. They're like, mm-hmm. let's make this an hour and forty minutes. It's like, no, nah, make it an hour and just make it a really compelling hour, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. And I, I, the only documentaries I really watch are anything to do with paranormal. Like, there's a Skinwalker Ranch one that was done that was shot amazing. I'm a sucker for cinematography. I'm not gonna lie. Is that hunt? Is it and the hunt for? Skinwalker Ranch is it that one? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It or, was. It was. I really like the the crew because I love how the crew kind of included themselves in it as well. The film crew. I, I'm a sucker for that as well. Like watching these paranormal shows on TV. I like when it's a crew member off in the back, the DP hearing um, something just touched me, guys, and they all just go over to him. That's some like some portals to hell shit. I love it. <laughs> and the one on Bob Lazar. Was a good one as well. Yeah. Which which one? Because I know there have been a mo- the recent one. Mm, yes. Yes. The one narrated because the author from the Skinwalker Ranch documentary was also in the Bob Lazar documentary. Yeah. Good old Bob Lazar. 
Yeah, he's an interesting. Fa- I believe him. I really do. Not that anybody fucking cares. <laughs> I care. Just like I believe Love and Saucers dude. Yeah. Who should have kept the beard the entire time. That's the kind of shit I notice. Not that it's really continuity, but it because it's a documentary. But do all the beard ones first, and then all the without the beard ones. Don't switch back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about but the I beard thing. I feel like... He got the gallery showing after they were pretty much all done shooting everything because everything around that gallery, he didn't have the beard. So they came back in and finished it up. And when he was leaving after they were all at the gallery, he's all like, so you guys got everything you need? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, the thing is, like, the art is good. Like, it's very unique. Like, yeah. I would, I would have, because I love just weird stuff. So, like, I would absolutely have. If I had the money to buy like an original, I would literally buy an original and just put it in, and people would be like, oh. uh, is The Crescent any- Eyes? The Crescent yes. Eyes is great, but like the, the one that I talked about last week of like them lifting the person out of the field, but even yeah. like the nude woman's body with like the alien head, that would be the coolest. Like, if I lived in like a bomb ass house, I would have that on the wall. People would walk in and be yes. like, What is that on your wall? And I'm like, The greatest. It's like a thing. seven foot tall painting. And by the way, people, Crescent's face was all right, all white, but the rest of her body was just like tan. Yeah. That really bothered me too. It was like some geisha makeup or something. I think it was Not like that. It bothered me, but it's like shapeshifter. You know, I think I, it's it's funny because like the way that it's rep- here, I am getting super weird. I, the way that aliens <laughs> and weird. stuff are represented by like people who have seen them, who truly believe in them. There is a theory that they they present themselves how you would want to see them. So yes, while the alien is still with Crescent, like her, she has an alien face very clearly, but her body and the right. way that she's painted is she has a a human nude female body, and that's how he saw her, and that to me. And she was just after the D, so of course she's gonna look like <laughs> yep. the average chick. Yeah. Um, and I still think the little hairy guy was a baby Sasquatch. I'm just going with that. Again. I saw the painting. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that so too. I, I went to the Love and Saucers website to see if they sold any of the art. I'm not going to lie. We're just as weird as each other. And they had a limited run of prints that they are all sold out. Yep. And I went on eBay and there's some chick that made prints of his artwork that I won't support, but I would love to have those. I would love to have them too. I, like just the idea of like the little hairy guy and everything. I was just like that little hairy guy also aligns with like Bigfoots. Cause some people say that Bigfoot are a race of aliens that they aliens. also shapeshifters yeah. and stuff. It's like, this is a perfect match made in all of the weird. I'm so <laughs> now it was, it was, I'm glad you encouraged me to watch it. I needed to broaden my horizon from the true crime and it was it was a fun watch. So if you guys are watching, uh, listening, watching, where the I'm watching Nick, but you guys are having us in your earbuds. Um, if you guys are on Amazon Prime, which you should be because we have a a TV show over there called Oddity Files. But after you're done watching Oddity Files, check out Love and Saucers. It's also available free on Prime. That fucking segue was amazing. It was. It was. <laughs> you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> You absolutely, yes. Yes. So, yeah. 
I will I will say as companion viewing if you are going to rewatch um uh, or if you if you're going to watch Love and Saucers, I don't know where it's streaming, but if you want another short short one that's kind of in the same vein, there's a uh documentary called Not Your Typical Bigfoot Movie and Ooh. it is it's a, it's just a story of friendship and it's a beautiful funny Heartfelt story. It's a bit older. Came out in 2008. But if you're going to do like a double feature because they're so short, do uh, oh, nice. do that one too. Is that a documentary as well or is that a... Yep. Really? Yeah. It's wonderful. I love it. It's just two dudes who are best friends and they love Bigfoot and it's just... And like they're older and it's just them living life. It's fantastic. It's like if we were ever to get together again... We'd be haunting the fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> Basically. So anybody, if you want to make a documentary, here are two subjects. Hello. <laughs> exactly. We look good on camera. I'm just saying. We, we have a voice for podcasts, but we look good on camera too. I need a haircut because I got a mullet. Like, I got this little curly mullet okay. going. Yeah. Yeah. He'll cut the mullet. I promise. I promise. Nope. You can't make me. So I was I was scrolling through your Insta stories this last week. It looked like you watched a lot of terrible horror movies last wo- week on The Real Good. Yep. Tell me a little bit about that that one that was supposed to be a haunting and the seance lasted about 45 minutes. What was that one called? I'm pretty sure it was called... So if you want to watch a bad movie... I don't know what... I think it was called The Seance. I feel like that's what it was called. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 I want to say that's what it was called, but it was a... Uh, Irish movie that was very strange about a I think it was about a girl who whose mother had some sort of mental illness and she committed suicide because her dad was having an affair like in the house that they were in I, okay I don't even know and then it sounds like the true crime thing I just watched <laughs> literally <laughs> it didn't make any any sense at all and then like the latter half of the movie is like her boyfriend invites friends over, and then she invites a, uh, someone to perform a seance over, and then they all have one. And it's just uh, like a 40-minute seance scene. And then it just gets full-on horror of the ghost of her mom just killing everybody. And it, I don't know. It was so dumb. That mom sounds like a bitch. Yeah, she was like, there was no resolution. Because it was like good. It's oh. like she's she's hurt and just wants to... Be, she wants to free herself from the the dark realm, but she never does. She just kills everybody, and, and then the movie ends, okay. and, like, the way that it ends is, like, there's no redemption for this mom who literally just wanted to be happy. Oh, okay. Well, maybe the Irish don't like a, a happy ending. I don't know. They don't. They just leave you. Oh, really? Yeah. because <laughs> just making shit up. No, you're, it's because I watched another a movie. It was called An Irish Ghost Story. And it literally ended the same, like, same thing. It was super bleak and just did not end well at all. No resolution. And it was another Irish horror movie, so. Well, no wonder they're so snarky over there. I love your snark. I'm not, I'm not cutting you down in any way, shape, or form. But you guys should have a happy ending in a movie once in a while. Yeah, come on. I mean, I know it's horror, but, you know. Yeah. Give us a chance. Okay. Well, I, I I led with my paranormal in the news, which was the random nodding, which had no paranormal in it whatsoever. But it went along with the vibe we've got going on here for the last couple of weeks, for sure. <laughs> did you end up going random nodding? I didn't. Last week was a crazy week. 
and the weekend was even okay. crazier. I did not go randonauting, but my parents are in town, so maybe Don't I'll take your say. mother randonauting. I think she'll love it. I love your mother. I don't think it's her jam. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. good. It's going to be good. Okay. She's going to love it. She's going to have a great time. And I, yes. So this week, that's what I'm going to do. I get off work early. I'm going to be like, Mom, let's get some coffee. We're going randonauting. Well, there you go. Oh, I should mention, we have some social media we'd like for you guys to check out if you get a chance. We've got Facebook. We're oddity files we've got a facebook fan group where ursula posts awesome we're, we're just gonna call this ursula's episode um where she posts cool pictures where actually i found out about my story i'm doing and just some fun stuff going on there um also we've got a tiktok it is oddity files and nick knows the instagram and the twitter all right get ready for it Aud i'm ready oddity files <laughs> At Oddity Files. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Yes, yes, yes. Guys, have you heard of DiedInHouse.com? This is pretty much the coolest thing ever. Ever feel like somebody's watching you in your house and you don't know why and you're the only one in the house? Did you know real estate brokers are not obliged to tell you if someone died in the house unless you ask? Yep, I found that one out the hard way. I mean, it's certainly not a checkbox on a Zillow site, now is it? So are you looking at houses and don't want to move into a murder house? I mean, I do, but I understand that it's not for everyone. Well, now you can find out who died in your house or any house for that matter, and usually what the cause of death was as well. And we have a way for you to save money when you do. Of course we do. Check out diedinhouse.com. Save 10% by using promo code oddityfiles, one word, no spaces, before buying or renting a home. Get informed about everything. Use diedinhouse.com to learn the house history. Again, head to diedinhouse.com and enter promo code oddityfiles, one word, at checkout, and you'll save 10%. So guys, have you heard of paraboxmonthly.com? Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal t-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay, once discovered, It'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code oddityfiles. And you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com, promo code oddityfiles. Check it out. Guys, I'm pretty excited to tell you about this new product I'm using. Soul Drops are sacred plant supplements that boost overall wellness by enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. See what I did there? Made with traditional healing plants, this special microdosing option empowers self-healing and performance optimization. Soul Drops allow you to power up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, See what I did there? With only a few drops per day, Soul Drops can empower your self-healing 
and optimization. Now, I'm not kidding. I found soul drops on a social media ad, and guys, I'm shocked at the results. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. I am shocked at the results. My moods have leveled out, and I'm sleeping better. So Soul Drops is brought to you by renowned shamanic healer and herbalist Vlada Talan. She uses an ancient process to offer all natural, legal, and safe microdosing. Her master plant formulas have transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. So I figured out a way to get you guys Soul Drops at a 10% discount. Are you ready? Head on over to souldrops.net and type in oddity files, one word, in the discount code box. I got the Master Trinity set, and I tell you what, this stuff works. So head on over to souldrops.net and remember to type oddity files, again, one word, into the coupon code to get your 10% off. And you know what? You can just thank me later. Also, <laughs> guys, we have a website. It's oddityfiles.com. If you head there and click the shop button, we've got some Oddity Files merch going on there. And we have a Patreon page that we are so grateful for everybody who is a member there. It's patreon.com slash oddityfiles. And our producers from the Patreon are Donald Blanchflower, Doug Maldenlocke, and Ryan Hoke. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. That's all the stuff. I am officially done Rip it. with... Yes. My list. Yes. <laughs> I just can't keep thoughts straight at all. So I have to make lists. Same. That's how yeah. I feel. But do you do lists on your phone or do you like to handwrite them? I do lists on my phone. I've just been trained that way when I have like random night thoughts. So I've like trained myself yeah. to use my notes. So my notes are a weird place on my phone. So if anyone wants to try to steal my shit. Take my phone and look at my notes, because they're weird. Literally all my stories I write on my notes. On my iMac, not my phone, but I can edit it on my phone later if I think of something to add. Or proofread it, which, warning you right now, I did not proofread my story. Puppy's taking up a lot of time. <laughs> my husband's never home anymore. He started a new company, and he's gone all the fucking time. I miss him, but I love him, and I appreciate him. Um, but yeah, but... I think I know who goes first this week. I think it's you because I went first last week. Yep. Yay! Hey, I have a short good. one that oddly I was sort of like falling down this rabbit hole. Um, and there's really not a lot. So I just sort of paraphrased a this story because there's just there's only <laughs> snippets that lead to a, a really cool thing. But it, it has a lot to do with what you talked about last week. I kind of fell down a rabbit hole once I was looking into your amazing little coffee shop. So, Oh. As, well, Ghost Alley Espresso. Yeah. There it is. So this one, we're going to go all the way down to Alabama for this one. Ooh. As this I, should be good. Bama. As, as, Bama. as I sip water dramatically. <laughs> Uh, the story starts hundreds of years ago with a woman who would stalk the city streets on nights so cold, dark, and damp, the flames in the street lamps couldn't stay lit. What? It's that, that piece was just, I had to keep it in because that it was, was beautiful. It, yeah. It's poetry. And you just read it so dramatically. It's poetry. <laughs> yes. 
She would wear a black cloak with a hood to hide her identity. The story of this figure states she would find people and hug them to death. Get out. <laughs> yes. I love it so much. Uh, I do too. Did she wear a free hug t-shirt? I've always wanted a t-shirt that said free hug. Well, until COVID. Yeah, that changed things. That's This story is like very relevant now, I think. Uh, decades later... We got the legend of Huggin' Molly. This was supposedly Huggin' Molly in Abbeville, Alabama. Abbeville, Abbeville? Yeah. I don't know. Bama. Bama. Uh, This was supposedly a separate woman. She was said to go around hugging children. This was due to her not having been able to cope with having lost her own child. If children wandered the streets at night, she would follow them, dragging along her black dress and hiding her pale face behind her black, wide-brimmed hat. If she caught the children, she would hug them and scream into their ear. Well, I thought she wanted to do good things because she lost her baby. Apparently, she's an evil witch in a black dress. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't say what she screamed. She could have been like, I love you so much! I'm so happy! (laughs) Not, oh, you're terrible. Where was my child? That's probably more what it was. Yes, just a straight up banshee squeal. (laughs) Many years later, another would take up the role. Local college students would wander the streets at night to visit the friends they had missed over the summer. A seven foot tall male professor grew tired of the students doing this and believed they should remain safe in their housing at night. To scare them, he would don the black dress and hat and set out in search of college college students to torment. <laughs> there are just layer, this guy. layer after layer. This is this. So this story is so cool because usually stories you hear like you hear the stories from when they happened, and then yeah. you never find out the legacy of the story. Yeah. So this story is so cool. The Hug and Molly story. It's so brief, but it's so cool because you it kind of paves the way of this legacy of what really happened which is really cool okay um so today a restaurant in the town is named for the legend many still tell the children of the spirit of hug and molly to get their children home before dark one woman tells the story of her childhood friend like this yay a boy was walking home late one night from a friend's house He had heard something brushing along the sidewalk behind him. He turned. He saw a dark figure standing just out of reach of a streetlight. The figure was tall and either wearing a cloak or dress. He did not look long enough to take in the details. The boy turned back and headed toward home a few blocks away. He began walking faster, but peeked over his shoulder and noticed the figure was matching his pace, but slightly faster to close the gap between them. He sped up and would slow, and every time, the figure would do the exact same. When the boy was roughly a block from his house, he took off into a dead sprint. He hurled his front porch steps and threw the door open, making it safely inside. He ran to the window to see if Hug and Molly was outside. He saw the dark figure walk past the house slowly, not looking at him, not stopping, only searching. For another person to hug. Aww. 
I don't know if I like hugging Molly or not. I must know what she screamed in these children's ear. It will make all the difference in the world. It absolutely will. It absolutely will. We just tell it to, to let the listeners, listeners, what do you think hugging Molly screams into these children's ear? Let us know in the Anity Files fan group. We want all your responses. So, flash forward to now. In the same town in Alabama, in Abeville, Abbeville, wherever, whatever, however you pronounce Bama. it. Bama. I can't not hear the word Alabama and not go, Bama. Sorry. It's just a thing. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so, in Bama, there is a <clears throat> restaurant now called Huggin' Molly's. And on the, on the website, on HuggInMolly's.com, it's an old-fashioned diner uh, from the 50s. And they have a piece honoring the legend of Huggin' Molly. And this is how that story goes from this specific website. Okay. Uh, generations of Abbeville children have listened wide-eyed to their parents tell the story of Huggin' Molly. They have hurried home on nights lit only by the moon's glow, certain they saw something in the shadows, afraid she would be around the next corner. The versions of who Huggin' Molly actually was vary, but one frequent description depicts her as a giant of a woman, maybe seven feet tall and as big around as a bale of cotton. Some say her ghost still walks the streets of Abbeville late in the night, sweeping her black skirt as she goes. If she happens upon you, she chases you down, gives you a huge hug, and screams in your ear. Jimmy Rain, an Abbeville native and lifelong resident, grew up hearing the legend of Hug and Molly. For him and his friends, she was as real as the trees that rustled in the wind at night. Quote, anybody who grew up in Abbeville grew up knowing the legend of Hug and Molly, Jimmy says. If your mother or dad didn't want you to be out after dark, they'd tell you Hug and Molly would get you. And you believed it too. One night, Jimmy and his good friend Tommy Murphy heard the story from Tommy's dad. He told them he knew Huggin' Molly was real because she had sprung from the shadows and hugged him one night. They were convinced it had to be true. To this day, hearts beat faster as the moon rises in the sky over Abbeville. Huggin' Molly, dressed all in black, could show up at any time. So, if you want to experience Huggin' Molly, the diner... I want to go to there. It's at, uh, it's on Kirkland Street in Abbeville, Alabama. So, a little history with a little culinary mixed in and yes. all honoring this. So, I just love businesses who, just like last week, the moment you told that story, I love it when businesses wear it on their sleeve and don't make everyone do yep. the research. They say, this is what we're doing. We honor this and we're paying tribute. Boom. Yep. And they sell the merch because I've got a sticker on my laptop and I own a t-shirt. So that was amazing. I've never heard of Hug and Molly. I had a witty remark and it just fucking left my brain. It was super funny. <laughs> I guess not. Or I wouldn't have forgotten it. I love it. But she kind of sounds like my kind of girl. She's just... Here's the thing, though. Did Dad say what she screamed in his ear? No, I think we got to dig deeper and find out what exactly. I think it's just a scream. I think she just screams in your ear. But like, I, I, I buy into this. I really do. Yeah. I think the the concept of literally just there being this spirit that walks the streets and sees you and 
hugs you and then screams in your ear. I think the the idea of like what a hug is is people. Some people have said they've they've seen an apparition and then it's kind of passed through them. So I feel okay. like passing through could be the illusion of a hug, and then that kind of created this this oh. story. So I I mean I kind of believe it. I think that this there's some yeah truth to this legend story well and here's the thing too my theory on paranormal investigating as a whole is not always is a scream into a recorder like an evil spirit sometimes it's the only way they know how to communicate so maybe poor molly just is still working on her her human skills now that she is in the afterlife right let's go with that yeah i think that's beautifully said and i agree it's just uh now i just have this like now I just imagine like the way ghosts communicate to each other is they just scream at each other. They don't say anything. Yeah. They're just either it's a whisper or it's a scream. There's like no in between. Yeah. Can we do a whole episode? I mean, it would take some research. It would have to be maybe we do like a special Halloween episode because that's going to be here before Ooh. we know it. Why right. don't ghosts talk? And do they talk? Actually, I've asked spirits if they they talk to each other, and some say yes, and some say no. But why can't they just like speak out? If 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 you are on the the spiritual plane of visibly showing yourself, whether it's the form of an actual figure or a shadow or a orb, if you can enter this plane, why can sound not also travel? I'm getting real fucking weird no no not at all no this is the shit that goes through my mind like i can sometimes hear them but other people can't and it's not me just me hearing shit because it's backed up with the equipment that i use on locations so my theory is and it could be complete bullshit but we're always seeing all these i might just be making this up as i'm speaking (laughs) we always see all these old 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 ghosts in like period garb maybe it takes them that long to learn how to become an apparition i don't know maybe you know talking into an evp recorder is one of the first things you learn in the handbook for the recently deceased i i don't know i that this is the shit i want to know though this is not weird at all this is my jam <laughs> i would love i now i just want to make like a comedy movie about ghosts learning how to communicate with people i feel like beetlejuice very lightly covered on it but they didn't really have Uh issues communicating they just were having issues to scare somebody but the concept of like being seen and speaking and communicating because it's like it's like a carrot being dangled over you have like a ouija board it's like use this and it's like how am i supposed to use this like what do you want me to do with this yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my theory. It's It could be a bunch of bullshit, but it, in my very weird, weirdo brain, it kind of sort of makes sense. Like, I've heard a theory that the only reason why we see ghosts in period garb is because at one point, God told all the spirits they couldn't come back to Earth anymore. Now, I will tell you, I saw a spirit outside of Jailhouse Pizza in Bradenburg, Kentucky, Dude was in red basketball shorts and a black t-shirt 
just standing outside. I mean, I literally thought he was there. Clayton and Carter had to say, no, there is nobody there. I, I feel like it is like a, and this is very like skinwalker ranchy type stuff, but like, I feel like it is a plane situation where like we're on this plane and then there's like this plane and then this plane. And then, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. up here on this fourth plane is where kind of spirits go and you have to yeah like the spirit realm and you have to navigate through the other planes in order to penetrate into the plane that we're living on yeah and i think some people like myself i mean maybe i am crazy i don't think i am but i think sometimes it's just the wavelength your brain is on whether you're open to it or whether you know i'm just batshit crazy i don't know but because if it was the realm that, you know, would open up, then Carter and Clayton would have seen that dude leaning against the light post that I didn't. So, yeah. I don't know. It's the the answers I want and the answers that don't exist. But it's so fucking intriguing. I love it. I I do think there's a, there is a science to that that's like it's – I think it's all in – opening your mind and i like it's the mm-hmm. it's the random nodding thing it's bringing it back it's like you your your mind if you are open to something you will find it because i think half of the time probably more than half of the time we are so unaware of what's happening because you know if you're in if you suffer from like anxiety or depression or adhd or like one thing that you all of the above yeah or all of the above <laughs> you you, you go to therapy and like one of the things that is really practiced right now is mindfulness because we're so out of touch with what's happening around us. We're mm-hmm. too busy thinking about the things that don't really affect us, which then in turn affect us. So being mindful of those things. And I think like rando nodding is like you are told by something to be mindful to be of mindful. a thing. Yeah. So you're going yeah. into it. And of course, this owl that's probably been there all fucking day, you're going to see it yeah. because you're looking for it. Exactly. But being mindful is a great thing. I actually oh. have a t-shirt that says mindful as fuck. <laughs> it's, I think that if we all were, it, I think we were at a time, but I think because of like technology and, and Instagram and all this other stuff that we aren't anymore. And I think... I, uh, something I see a lot are like, why don't people really see, uh, like in Europe, why are there not as many like UFO sightings over there? And I think that the workforce mm-hmm. there and how busy people are and how, how hard people are hustling to like make a living and, and commute and go here and there and all that, yeah. like mindfulness isn't as it's easy of a thing. Yeah. I, was, I mean, the tube is also like, that's. <laughs> We have, like, towns that that's how you get around. But, like, in Europe, like, there are public transportation systems. You're constantly kind of avoiding talking to people and not being mindful of yeah. what's happening around you. So yeah, I think there's a science to it. People just aren't talking about it. But I think that if we were all mindful, I think we'd probably see some pretty weird shit. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. No, d- dude, seriously, you're talking about this, and I'm like, you know... When I go ghost hunting, the cell phone's put away. And my I am in that space deeper than I am in any other space that entire day. So that makes 
complete sense. Look at the good you do. It's also terrifying because if you if you truly think about like if you want to experience something paranormal, you take your friends who are obsessed with their technology, and in this moment, you're all in this abandoned house, this the this forest, this cornfield, this coffee shop, wherever, and you are mm-hmm. all in sync, mindful that you're in this place together, and that opens you up to this thing uh whatever it is and like it's almost a scary thing because like if you only experience those things when you're mindful of your surroundings and are open to these new experiences what if we were like that all the time like what like would we see lizard people and stuff like like, (laughs) i would hope (laughs) lizard people all the big feet all the big all the praying mantis aliens for fuck's sake Yes. I, I hope the listeners are like, we're really, really glued listening to this and being like, wow, Nick's really saying something compelling. And then I ended it with talking about seeing the lizard people. <laughs> you just 180 that shit. You were all f- philosophical for a second. Yep. You're like, lizard people exist. Oddity files. That's, that's <laughs> Come here for the weird. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. Because weird is the new cool. See? Look at the good you do. Well, that was super interesting, but I have a story to tell too. And it's, it actually has a lady in black as well. I think I'm going to chop it down quite a bit because what we were just talking about was far too interesting for me to cut out to make room for this shitty story. Oh, stop (laughs) it. Stop it. Everything that you, every story you've told has been so compelling and I'm here for it. Not always. Okay. So (laughs) I'm going to cover... The Titanic, Titanic, Titan, Titanic, words are really hard for me today, hauntings. So a huge shout out to Christy Eaton for bringing this one to my attention. So holy hell, the Titanic, really? (laughs) The Titanic is haunted, but how do we know? The ship is at the bottom of the ocean, right? But there are artifacts all over the world in museums and exhibits about the famously unsinkable cruise ship that sunk after hitting an iceberg. I mean, at this point, we all know some of the story. You've got the blockbuster hit starring the still-so-dreamy Leonardo DiCaprio. And if anyone's living under a rock, it was the unsinkable ship that hit an iceberg. There really was no big diamond at the bottom of the ocean, Uh, 1,500 people's died, estimated 2,224 passengers and crew, blah, 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 blah. Iceberg sunk to the bottom. Loads of people died. There you go. Sums it up. (laughs) And if anybody doesn't know, really? Just putting that out there. Shame on you. Yeah. Hey, Nick, I forgot to tell you before I go on with my story. Last week, we were number 143 on the comedy charts in New Zealand. Hey, my people. <laughs> Get us to I number one. Get us to number one. New Zealand. Yes. I'm assuming there were four, uh, 142 other podcasts in New Zealand. They just kind of fell onto ours. But guys, we appreciate you. I appreciate it. I also really respect uh, how you managed to bring Titanic to 
James Cameron, who's in Avatar, or who's who directed Avatar, that's filming in New Zealand, which then brought you to the thing about New Zealand. I respect it. You know what? That's not how it went down, but sure. I Own was like, it. ooh, travel, boats. Nick loves New Zealand. <laughs> so anyway. Yep. <laughs> um, the amazing stories. There is no segue back into this. So the amazing <laughs> stories of haunted items that are on display for the world to see go a little something like this. So there's the Titanic Artifact exhibition at the Luxor Hotel and Casino in Vegas, baby. <laughs> Apparently it has a ghost wandering its grand staircase. Employees and guests alike have seen this mysterious woman who wears a black period dress with a white collar and her hair in a bun. And I wonder if she hugs people and screams in their ear. I would love it. I'm just saying. I was going to sing The Lady in Black to the tune of The Lady in Red, but that was funnier. So, as a photographer prepped for the opening of the exhibition, he spotted a woman casually walking down the grand staircase. He was startled as he hadn't seen anyone enter the staircase, and it was roped off. He assumed she was part of the exhibit and asked if she'd like him to photograph her. She ignored him as, you know, because he wasn't hug-worthy, apparently. He went back to setting up, but suddenly she was directly behind him. Again, he's like, this bitch. Uh, He offered to photograph her, and this time she just ignored him and vanished. Dun-dun-dun. Because she didn't want to be photographed. She wanted to be painted like one of his goddamn French girls. (laughs) Yes! I use that saying all the time, and I didn't even fucking think about it when I was writing this. Oh, you're a goddamn genius. Okay. So the, the Luxor exhibit features more than 300 artifacts rescued from the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean, and some of the employees and guests there have wondered if the spirits of former passengers returned to find their possessions. The exhibit at the Luxor includes a portrait of Bruce Ismay, one of the Titanic's builders. And he was on the cruise and he fled the sinking ship, leaving women and children behind. Witnesses on the lifeboats claim he kept his back to the ship as it sank. And allegedly he was the one insisting the ship speed up after receiving ice warnings. So this guy's a dick. Perhaps it's not surprising that the ghosts of the Titanic seem to dislike him because his picture always falls off the wall at that exhibit. Dun, dun, dun. Unless he's just recreating the, the sink ship, the, the, the ship sinking by making his portrait fall off the wall. Guilt. Maybe I'm still going with he's douchey Brucey. One million percent. <laughs> So on this one wasn't in the article that Christy had sent me, but I did a little Googling and it came across this one. On April 2012, a couple marked the 100th anniversary of the RMS Titanic sinking by putting their... Nope, this is not the one I thought it was going to be, but this one I found (laughs) off of the Google as well. So the couple marked the 100th anniversary of the RMS Titanic sinking 
by putting their home on the market, their home being the birthplace of Captain Edward John Smith of the Titanic. Over the 10 years, the couple had reported seeing the ghost of the captain in their bedroom. What a creeper. And occasionally an icy chill in the air. The couple rented the home out for a few years and were contacted by one tenant who was convinced he too had seen the captain float over his bed one night, followed by a frosty chill. But the captain gets around. Because this is a story I thought I was going to read before. There was a couple vacationing, visited a bar called The Robinsons, a pub famous for its Titanic vibe and its featured items recovered from the wreckage, including letters and postcards written on board. First and second class China is used on all white star line vessels. They have it there as well. And a Philomena doll which was found in the wreckage, which is a Catholic saint doll. That just sounds creepy. Mm-hmm. So the couple, they're out to dinner with, uh, I think it was her parents, and they take a picture. And in the picture is a ghostly figure that looks like it's wearing a captain's hat. So the couple left terrified after what they believe is the ghost of the Titanic's captain photobombed them in a historic pub. So what Cheryl said is, my mother-in-law took three photos of my husband and I, all of them within seconds. It was a bit cold at our backs. He was behind them, but we didn't see or feel anyone behind us. It was only when we flew back to England and when I was looking at the photos that I noticed something blurry. I called my husband and he said it was probably a person walking behind us very fast, which is what I would assume as well. But the thing is, everyone around us is crystal clear apart from that blur. Again, some people don't understand if somebody's walking by fast when you're taking the picture and you don't have the flash on, it's still going to look blurry. Um, She said she was very skeptical at first, but now I really think it looks like a man. Eh, She didn't sound skeptical at first. So there's a strong Titanic background in the bar, which I already went over. So you could totally be somebody walking by pretty fast, but... Like I said, it looks like he was wearing a captain's hat. I think I have it to show you on here somewhere, Nick. So there's the picture. They're looking at her husband. Not the best picture of him. Can you see it? Where in the Lord? I think he's looking. And then the woman behind her, she looks like she's about to puke. That was what was so entertaining to me. But there's a red circle around what she believes is the captain of the Titanic. You guys can see all these either on our Patreon page or you can see them on our Instagram, which is at Oddity Files. There's a zoomed in version with the captain-ish figure behind her head. Nikki, don't look amused. But look at how goofy her husband is. Yeah, he looks super goofy. I'm trying to... I, yeah. I kind of see it. I mean, the blur alone... I don't see, like, the captain's hat or anything, but the blur is worth... These lines... Can you see my little pointer? Yeah. 
See if you see the lines. That that's what makes me think captain's hat. That's the only reason. Like it would have like gold stripes at the top. But I see where you're coming from as well. Yeah, the blur the blur is worth a thousand words. But I think trying to put, you know, it's like trying to circle a tree and be like, do you see that Bigfoot there? It's like, no. They're like, look, circle, right there. (laughs) Exactly. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's compelling. Not earth shattering by any means. The blur, the figure of the blur, the the design of the the structure of like a human with shoulders walking. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's just a blur, like I can't see a hat or anything like okay. that. But the fact that it is a human shaped blur that with no yeah. distinct features, that to me is super compelling. I just assume it's a dude walking by fast. Have you ever taken pictures like that? It's kind of dark. It's not real bright in the place. And if somebody's walking by. There's usually streaks, though. Like, you usually have whatever type of clothing they're wearing. Unless he was wearing, unless it was a man who walked by in something that was, like, nude colored. Yeah. That, it's it's weird. Because, like, you don't see the the lower half of the body. You, You see the upper half. It's re- I don't know. It's really interesting, it's even really for like a, a motion yeah. blur. It's really weird. Yeah. No, it, this captain is said to haunt a mirror somewhere. I did like a paranormal in the news on it like about a year ago. Um, this captain is like everywhere, which is kind of, if it, I mean, the guy never sleeps in death. So that sucks. Oh, that is, that's sad. <laughs> it's super sucky. Um, and also another one I want to mention because this, I am an aquarium nerd and one of my favorites is the Georgia, Georgia aquarium in Atlanta. And it also houses potentially haunted artifacts from the Titanic. The employees have claimed to see shadows, hear voices, and even be touched by the spirits. The paranormal activity is so intense that sci-fi channels, ghost hunters, well, it's not sci-fi anymore. That's probably an old article. Um, came in to, to <laughs> investigate, and they reportedly captured a recording of a voice saying, no, please wait, in the iceberg room. So there you go. Um, as they like to say in Ireland, the Titanic was built by Irish, sunk by the English. Uh, the Titanic Belfast Museum commemorates the ship in Belfast, Ireland, and it seems to have a ghostly presence of its own. In 2009, a woman touring the museum listened to the final distress call of the RMS Titanic. She described the events that followed. In a letter to the hosts of the podcast, Real Ghost Stories Online. Might have to check that out. Um, She claimed that while hearing the original Morse code and seeing the words of the RMS Titanic's distress call, she became overwhelmingly emotional her heart was pounding, and she felt as anxious and heartbroken as if she were the radio controller herself. Nah. Oh. I don't think I'm buying that one. I yeah, mean, that seems if like you're a... in the moment, it would stress me out, but... I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It must have been a last-minute pace and cuss. So we're just going to say that she was making shit up to be on... Real ghost stories online. Let's do that. It goes with what we said about the TikTokers. (laughs) Like people will do anything for it's. It's. I'll get off my soapbox. It happens in every single thing. Bigfoot, the guys who found the body, 
took the body all the way across the damn country to present it to National Geographic scientists, even though they knew it was fake. UFOs, it's happened oh, yeah. before, people faking stuff. This, it's probably happened. Ghost stuff has happened that's fake. Dead bo- Finding dead bodies and shit's happened because it's like, people make this stuff up all the time, which every time someone makes something up, they discredit the people who actually have something compelling to add yes. to the conversation. So Yeah, you're right. Like, get famous... Do like write a fiction book. Don't make sure. Do this... work, son. Yeah. If you want to tell a story, write a story. Write a novel. Tell a tell a story. Write a novel. And get it published. But don't shit on the people who are actually having these experiences. I'm done. That's it. No, it's an Off. excellent point. Well said. You hop on that soapbox anytime you want, sir. Every time. This is always my thing. Like loving the stuff. Having always loved it since I was a kid. There, are, there is plenty of room in this world for fiction. If you want to write fiction, write good, solid fiction. Yeah. But let people who are experiencing this stuff share these stories to be believed rather than continuously be discredited because you think they're the telling assholes. A, yeah, because the assholes who are, who are clearly telling fictional stories. Yeah. God, I hate people. Have I, I mentioned that this episode? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that was it that was my story oh um i'm a sucker for a haunted object and i seriously need to plan a trip to vegas in like probably 2023 at this point um to go to the luxor and check out the titanic exhibit there if it's still there and of course as always zach's haunted museum they're calling my name right now oh i love it i we need to do like a 10 like not even i feel like 20 is too much but like a 10 city thing like, we just, because, you know, flights are pretty cheap, and they're going to continue to be pretty yeah. cheap for a while. So when it's safe to fly, we should pack our microphones up. We should find 10 should. spots and go to them and then podcast. Do, like. We should fucking film it and set, sell it to the Travel Channel, too. Done. It would be it would be a trip. <laughs> that would be fun. Like, you know, like the museum or, like, Bama. Or like <laughs> whatever I do, espresso coffee, uh, Ghost Alley espresso coffee, shit. Yeah. Um, that would be fucking amazing. It'd be amazing because there's history. You have places like the place in Bama, but then you have like the aquarium that's amazing that has this incredible piece of history. And then you, if you dig deeper outside of what people are going to the aquarium to see the piece of this Titanic, you dig that extra layer of like the paranormal aspect and you have yourself a yeah. really interesting show to watch of, of history and yeah culinary dry diners drive-ins and dives meets night of the museum meets <laughs> ghost hunters oh my god if we could just lock ourselves in a museum like one night one museum 10 different museums <gasps> that just happened that would be great and an aquarium and maybe a coffee shop yeah, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd sign a waiver. Yeah, just let us close up the shop for the night. We'll take over. We'll work the last shift. It'll be yeah. a very unique show. We'll work, we'll be baristas, and then we'll close up, and then we'll stay there all night, ghost hunt, and then, you know, that's it. Open yes, it back up again. and then again. we have to figure out how to make coffee and sell tickets to the aquarium, and that would be kind of, oh, I like this. Yeah, it's great. We should call people. 
Done. Okay, I got to give out my wingmen. Oh, yeah. We got Ranker.com, LATimes.com, Ghostly Corridor, 30 James Street, and thesun.co.uk. So I want to end this on a, on a weird email I got from actually a personal friend of mine. She is a friend of a friend that I met when I went and saw My Favorite Murder live last spring. And I forgot for like a couple of weeks that she had sent this to me. So she's here in Bloomington where I am as well. And she's amazing. Her name is Olivia. She had tweeted me about it. And I said, hey, can you write that up so I can read that on the podcast? So... Nick, tell me what you think, because this is like one of the most interesting emails we've gotten. She says, first off, love y'all and the show. I have a story that could be a premonition or glitch in the matrix or maybe something else. This happened on Saturday, May 30th, 2020 at around 3.45 p.m. Eastern. All the names here have been changed. I was mowing my yard and listening to September by Earth, Wind, and Fire in my AirPods. At the end of the song, when the horns and voices are fading out, I realized I was hearing a female voice saying, Gang's all here! Before some background noise, that audio looped three times before I pulled my phone out of my pocket to see a friend of mine, Tracy, saying, Gang's all here! And panning over to her boyfriend, Alex, and another friend, Martin, sitting on a yard swing. I tapped out of the video, saw Tracy sent a Snapchat video, and that I had sent a video. So I sent a new one asking if I had accidentally recorded a pocket video. I finished mowing and FaceTimed Tracy at about 4.05 p.m. We were talking about something else when I asked, oh, hey, did you... Did I send a pocket video? You never responded. She said, no. I didn't know what you were talking about, so I ignored it. I explained to her what I had seen, and she said she never sent that video. She never recorded it, and it never happened. Plus, they hadn't seen Martin in days. Cut to a few hours later, Tracy shows up at my house with Alex. We all go through the story again, and I describe the swing in the setting of the video. Alex shows me his phone background to ask if that was the swing I saw. I said yes, and he said it was a brand new swing they just assembled that day. He never sat on it, and the only picture or video of the swing was the one on the background of his phone. He and I don't have each other's numbers, and we're not friends on Facebook or Snapchat, so there's no way I could have seen this assembled swing before that moment. Plus, again, Martin was never there. We FaceTimed the other person, Cam, in our Snapchat group, who said they never saw what I saw or the pocket video in question. The next morning, I told this story on my Snapchat story to see if anyone had any ideas about my, what have happened. The only interesting response I got was from Martin, he said that there was something familiar about the scenario, but that what I had described hadn't actually happened. I checked the timestamps. Tracy's video was sent at 12.01 p.m. My video response was sent at 12.02 p.m. And my pocket video question was at 3.50. This sounds confusing, but I'm basically saying there wasn't a timestamp or receipt for my mysterious video in question. If it had just been audio, I'd chalk it up to Bluetooth glitch. 
but I absolutely heard and saw this video. Sorry this was so long. I just want to provide all the information I could. Let me know if you have any questions or anything. I'm happy to provide anything and everything to get to the bottom of this. Stay weird and ghost on. I'm stumped. I got nothing. I mean, she has the video? Yeah. No. She just saw it play, um, and then it was just gone. I mean, it could be, like, a super extreme scenario of, like, deja vu, especially, like, being out in the heat. Yeah, mowing the lawn, that's actually a really good point. Like an out-of-body sort of deja vu that feels super real, especially... Yeah. Especially in the scenario of like you got the earpod earbuds in, you're listening to music, you're already like sweating and the endorphins are up, it's hot. Yeah. I I mean that's really That the, makes the most sense. It's the only thing that makes any sort of sense. If that's not it, then yeah, I mean maybe it was some There's sort more of shit going on. <laughs> Yeah, or I mean, maybe she tapped into like that parallel universe they just found not too far off. Oh yeah, right here in Bloomington, Indiana, motherfuckers. Yep. Go Hoosiers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, but I had to get that read because I promised her I would read that. And and you guys, if you have any thoughts for Olivia, um, post them in our Facebook fan group. It's just the Oddity Files fan group, or um, send it to me at. Oddityfilescrew at gmail.com, and I'll make sure they get to Olivia. Have you guys had any weird experiences like this? Thank God I haven't, because I would be flipping shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. I'd be very uncomfortable. I'd be uncomfortable, especially, yes. like, being in the situation, because, like, no one really knows how real it felt except her. Exactly. And, so, and you yeah. can't portray that to somebody. No, you can't, like, share it, because then everyone is going to be like me and be like, Oh, maybe it was hot outside. You know, like you can't really convince somebody that that's the thing that happened because everyone's going to try to find a logical explanation to something that could entirely be illogical and yeah, strange. Exactly. Yeah, so. um, but I think she was looking for maybe logical answers on why it might have happened because it was freaking her out. So that's yeah. probably. But if you guys have a story, whether you went to you had a glitch in the Matrix, whether you you saw the hugging ghost of Bama or if you, you know, saw a ghost from the Titanic, let us know. Send us an email at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. And I real quick need to pick a winner for our rate review and subscribe contest. You don't know what the rate and review subscribe contest is. So cool. You guys just have to, rate and review and subscribe to this podcast on any of the podcast apps or leave a review on Amazon Prime for Oddity Files, the TV show, or on IMDb. Screen grab it, send it in to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com and we'll put you in for a drawing. This month's winner is Daniel Oh, of course, it has to be a name that's hard to pronounce. Got to put the glasses on. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Kiniston, I believe. K-Y-N-A-S-T-O-N. Daniel, you are the winner of our rate and review contest for the month of June. Woo! Drop me an email, oddityfilescrew at gmail.com with your address. I will get that stuff sent out to you. This is a good one, Nick. 
Hey. I'm always here having a good time. Me too. So uh, tell your mom I said hello and that weird is the new cool. And ghost on. Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone. Well, maybe yours too. If you like the show and would like to support us, visit oddityfiles.com and click on support or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Every little bit helps with both the podcast and the TV show. You can also support us by watching Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's free to Prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't. You can find us on all the social media sites at Oddity Files. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome. Not into that social media stuff? Tell your coworkers, family, even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee. Oh, and grandma, your grandma will love us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if it weren't for you, we have no idea what we would do with our lives. If you have a story you'd like to submit, Send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317-300-6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a sec, rate, review, and subscribe. We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear, go. Get. Serious, I'm out of here. <laughs>